0: Who the fuck thought it was a good idea to start a podcast in a global pandemic? Hello guys, welcome back to the second episode. How are we feeling? Happy, buzzing. Yeah, I'm really happy. I'm having a good week.
1: I do feel like we did say vagina a lot last week, but do you know what? We've all got vaginas, it's fine. That'd be a banned word this episode, do you reckon? I've got vagina. Yeah. Do you know what? Having said that though, we're literally like not even a minute in and we've mentioned vagina a
0: bazillion times yeah i think it just stands us in good stead for who we are and what we're about we <laughs> should have been called the vagina sagas <laughs> <laughs> should we kick it off this week again like we did last week with the good the bad and the ugly absolutely
2: yes i have had well good week this week
0: yeah
2: i have had two facetime dates I Love the sound of this
0: yeah
2: it's, tell us all it's really really hard to go on a date now obviously. But it's nice to be able to connect with someone over the phone and see them instead of text if that makes sense. Was it
1: the same person? Yeah. I'm um, I'm really sorry, but why is this the first time that we're hearing about this?
2: I told you about him.
1: Yeah, today? Who is it? Oh no wait, don't say anything.
2: I think I did show you both a picture.
0: Oh yeah, last week. Oh, oh, oh
2: okay. Oh yeah. But no he's really nice. It was nice.
0: <laughs> So Amy, what's yours? Good, bad or ugly?
1: Well, I'm ugly. <laughs> Put that out there, I'm not. But I can do the ugly right now. Um, Obviously, I told you that my husband was coming home. He came home. But my period came the day before. Well, I would say I was like spotty. And then like he walked through the door and bam! Niagara bloody falls happened.
2: <laughs> Niagara falls. <laughs>
1: okay. I'm like, you know, sometimes you cough and you oh shit, it's coming. It was like yeah. that. Four sword's been. he's been gone for nearly seven months and he comes home. I like, obviously had to go downstairs to let him in because he didn't have a key. And I'm like in the most disgusting pyjamas, because you know when you're on your period, you just feel rough, don't you? Yeah. I just felt sorry for him. I said I was going to have fresh bedding on, but I couldn't put fresh bedding on because I was just bleeding so much.
0: This week I saw on Part-Time Working Mummy's Instagram about these period pants. Oh my goodness, I've seen Yes. Them. looking at them. Apparently they're insane and they just feel like you're wearing normal pants and they're better than wearing pads like you barely leak. And also they look just like the pants that I wear every single yeah. day away, so... It might be worth looking into them and investing. So I've had a very, very ugly week. So... Jessica who I mentioned in the last podcast works in care like both of you do and she had been tested for coronavirus five times over the weekend and her lateral test in the morning came back negative but then Tuesday evening came back positive so now my anxiety is through the roof I've just had to do a home test on Faye and honestly it was like I was basically murdering her so I managed to go the whole of last year during the lockdowns mm. and then we're isolated twice within the space of a week
1: <laughs> but if you are in the safety of your own home you know where she is you know what is
0: happening yeah that's my ugly for the week it's not the worst i suppose there's worse people out there but uh, just anxiety all over the place doesn't it
1: Just that's still that's like saying someone's happier than you you can't be happy just yeah exactly put it down doesn't mean that your feelings aren't real absolutely true that girl true that <laughs> so let's talk about skin we all have it it's our largest organ in the body
2: yeah my skin is horrific it is sensitive i am allergic to almost everything like down to the littlest things so sanitary products laundry detergents and skin care so moisturizers toners shampoo conditioner body wash i'm i'm a bit like that because i suffer with eczema but it only really comes out in the cold
1: your skin changes with the seasons i don't know yeah. if people know that but yeah your chin your chin
0: your skin will change with the season because yeah, in the winter it gets bigger and i grow too and then in the summer sometimes it dissolves <laughs> In the winter obviously it's colder
1: outside and then again in the summer with air conditioning really damages your skin and if you're not hydrated enough as well you can really see it under your eyes your lit. and I find for me
2: my ankles. My ankles do the same I get oh. really like dry hard skin on my ankles. Oh. Yeah, can't yeah. Have my ankles do that but my elbows
0: do.
1: I love putting thick moisturizer on and letting it soak in. The skin on my face in winter as well can get really stressed.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: I'm just a stress head. It's just Um, the elements. actually mixed up my um skincare regime i'm reading the caroline is it heron caroline heron skincare book i have
0: that my sister got it for me for christmas
1: yeah i'm in the middle of reading that my mum got me one called pretty honest by sally hughes as well so i'm looking forward to reading that i'm learning some new things in there which i'm sure we will probably talk about
0: i literally learned my whole skincare routine from her so like the seven steps see it's really good to learn like that it's like going to a
1: doctor sometimes you need to have a second opinion because yeah of
0: course yeah find that my skin changes with my moods as well it's not just yes. the weather so like I've been really stressed over the last couple of days and literally half of my face has broken out and I'm like covered in spots
1: it's your biggest organ you wear your emotions on your skin you wear it you just wear everything on your skin
0: literally wearing your emotions on your sleeve
2: Oh, I get really spotty when I'm stressed. Mm. Uh, like
1: mask is a thing now as well, isn't it?
0: You think we've got enough to contend with and then that's a thing yeah. now. When I mean,
1: we get tender boobs, periods, menopause, having to squeeze
0: a baby out. Shaving your legs, your yeah.
1: armpits. The word that's not going to be named. All this, that and the other. It's completely different to masking, but the tops of my ears are so sore that i cannot really wear my glasses at the moment
0: because i'm wearing a face mask all the time catching up with me so if you're allergic to everything what do you use on your skin that works because you probably don't have a normal skin routine compared to like mine and amy's 700 different products
2: i literally use stuff uh body wash the dove cream i can use cellar water but it oh, really it burns
1: i think my cellular water is a load of crap if i'm perfectly
2: honest just soap and water and then i put hemp cream on hemp cream. Oh, is that
1: the hemp face cream that you got from me
0: yeah <laughs> talk the hemp range yeah let's do it how have you found that the hemp works for you but other stuff doesn't what's different
2: i don't even know maybe it's because it's natural it just doesn't burn and it makes my skin feel soft like i don't get a rash i do not feel irritated by any way, shape, or form. Well, the Body Shop Hemp
1: Collection does contain community trade hemp seed oil, so it gives you heavy duty hydration and it relieves and protects. Yeah, yeah. Which is probably why I can use it. I've been using the shea body butter on my legs. I thought it was fucking brilliant. I was like loving it and I was recommending it to everyone. And then I bought a tub of the hemp. It's expert care for ultra dry skin. You've got to change your products of the season. I don't know why I've never used it before. I thought it was gonna smell, it doesn't smell, I thought it was gonna be really greasy, it's not greasy. I was actually pleasantly surprised by it and it's green which is my favourite
0: colour oh it's my favourite colour too shut up all of our favourite colours are green green.
1: for a link to all things body shop put my group in there
0: refresh revamp revive on facebook or instagram I had a message from a lovely girl on our Instagram page. She basically said that this is what my life is like. Society says I should be married with kids, but I'm not. So I'd really like to touch on how we feel our lives at the moment are and whether we feel that we're running by what society suggests we should. I think for all of us,
1: obviously, we're all the same age, but we're all in very different stages of our lives. And that's OK. Very different situations as well. Yeah, it's normal to be different. If everyone was the same, how fucking
0: boring would it be? maybe we should just introduce ourselves quickly and then we'll be able to tell from our point of view whether we think society's accepting of the way that we're living. I'm Abby. I live with my four-year-old daughter Faye. I'm a single mum and I actually live in a house privately rented with Faye's older sister who is actually a year younger than me
2: I am Millie I am the maiden one um, Which pretty much just means I'm single uh, I live with my mum, stepdad Brother and sister I share a room and a bed With my sister Probably not the most normal thing But, you know We aren't in any rush to change it It's quite nice to have that comfort mm-hmm. yeah. Especially during times like now I'm
1: Amy, as you all know And I live in military accommodation With my husband Who's 13 years older than me and my dog And um, I actually have to Two stepchildren
0: okay so pan back 10 years to when we were all 15 how did you imagine your life panning out and is that how you are living it now completely different in what
2: way so when I was 15 obviously we were doing GCSEs I'd already done half of mine I was getting ready for college looking at universities already Mm -hmm. be a music teacher or a dance teacher that was what I wanted to do Uh, I wanted to be settled down I wanted to have at least one child already yeah and I wanted to be married
0: at 25. Okay, so before we go on to minor Amy's answers, do you think society back then pushed you to have them views? Absolutely. Society and probably my parents. Yeah, okay, that's fair.
1: Well, Amy? Yeah. 10 years ago, I just got out of a very dark stage in my life. I guess most teenagers would go through it. I don't know. I remember having a dream once that I was going to be 22 and I was going to be pregnant, and in this dream, I'm wearing like a white striped maxi dress and <laughs> have a ring on my finger. So obviously, I'm assuming I was married. For me I have never really known what I wanted to do but I do know that society definitely helped shape me because in no way shape or form am I a judgmental person but I would celebrate the small things so when I reached the age of 18 I was buzzing at the fact that I didn't have a child when I reached the age of 21 I was buzzing at the fact that I didn't have a child when I got married I was buzzing at the fact that I didn't have a child like I know that's really bad but in my head I had it that I needed to be married have a house and then have
0: kids does that does that make sense the society shaped you in the way that you feel that you need to reach a certain milestones before doing the next thing it doesn't
1: matter that, yeah
0: that no, of like, course.
1: no it doesn't matter that they've had a kid and then got married but in my head yeah. i was like, oh god i couldn't have a kid and that's then just what you wanted happy. for you that was just me yeah my personal preference and yeah i'm 25 but
0: i'm happy and i just think that's what's more important about you abby okay so 10 years ago i was 15 obviously i was like you, Millie, I was just taking my GCSEs, already applied for colleges. I was dead set on becoming a social worker. My lo- life at 15 was more revolving around going out with my friends and getting absolutely drunk on a field somewhere. <laughs> Been there, done that. <laughs> I never felt impacted by society. If anything, I felt like I didn't fit into society because I didn't want the white picket fence and children.
1: See, that's where I resonate with you because I never wanted, still don't want the white picket fence. Yeah. On, in that sense, but I know that deep down, I literally I think I was put here to be a mum
0: yeah and I don't know that's cliche I like that because like with me obviously I love Faith bits but I never wanted children yeah but obviously I'm blessed with having Faye but like 10 years ago there's no way that children were on my radar I didn't finish college I ended up dropping out halfway through I got pregnant at 20 and then had a child at 21 didn't stay with the child's father because he's a bit of an arsehole and now I live with his eldest daughter who just so happens to be a year younger than me if you put my story taking my personality out of it into a newspaper someone would think we're like hillbillies or something like seriously
1: absolutely not
0: no No. no way not at all
1: because it's more common than you think i know that yeah the norm like i have never ever in my entire life had a Christmas with both my mum and my dad I've had it where I've gone to my mum's house and I've gone to my dad's house yeah and I honestly think my prom was the first time I had a photo with me, my mum and my dad and I was 16 then. So like, I came from a broken home and I mean, it sounds awful but I, they were still together. This My life would be so much different.
0: My mum and dad broke up when I was three. So obviously I've got pictures of them when I was like a baby but nothing until my sister's wedding which was three years ago. So I was 22. There's no issues between them. Like they got on quite well yeah, but certainly. there was just no need for it. Do you know what I mean? So I think all of us are
1: none of our parents together. No. No. My mum and dad broke up when I was nine Yeah it's, it's just normal That's the way that the world is now But I think because I came from I feel really I feel awful saying a broken home Because it wasn't a broken home My mum was a fucking brilliant mum And she still is a fucking brilliant mum She did it for us And she will put us first No matter what Even now at the grand old age of 25 You know she's yeah.
0: fucking brilliant My mum's the same
2: Love
1: yeah, her. mine. Lost my train of thought then Because I was just thinking about how great my mum was <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, this podcast has now turned into a mum appreciation podcast. Sean, Joe, Teresa, we love you lots. Yeah, we do. You're the best. We love you. If we don't come out of your unspoken word on this podcast, we wouldn't be here today. So thank you very much.
1: Yeah, much
0: appreciated. <laughs> you. So basically this wonderful lady who messaged us sent loads of pictures and it basically stated it's not a woman's duty to give birth but it can be a calling. So Amy that one can resonate with you massively. Oh, 100%. Moving out, moving back in, like Millie, you've moved out before, haven't you? And then you've moved back in with your parents.
2: Yeah, a few times these are all normal things though like it's such a taboo thing and it shouldn't be i find as i get older i almost like connect with other people that have been through the same thing as i have yeah. more than what i did when i was younger yeah do you know what i mean maybe that's because we are friends now with people of different
0: ages yeah. whereas
2: when you were at school your friends were pretty much just your year the year above do you know what i mean
0: yeah i uh, even now so me and Faye, we came into a situation where um we had to move back to my mum's even then i loved going home the home comforts just mean something else don't they yeah you know, well, I, I love being at home I don't think it's something anyone should be ashamed of like even now if I had the choice to be going through this lockdown living in my house which is fucking beautiful like I love it or sleeping on my mum's sofa I'd be on my mum's sofa see yeah.
1: I said that I feel really bad saying this and I like I said before absolutely adore my mum but that wouldn't be the case for me because my sister lives at home still but her and her boyfriend live there with their daughter and yeah. harriet is in my room now but it's their family home now like they grew up there and that was our family home but now it's my sister's I feel like i would really be intruding and i know that i'm always welcome there but it would be different
0: for me now we've said where we wanted to be where we thought we would be 10 years ago now are you happy with where you are in your life or is there things that you would still change do you think you're Your life now fits in with society.
2: No, my life does not fit in with how society expects me to be at 25.
0: Yeah. Do you feel okay with that? Sometimes.
2: I have days where I really struggle and then other days when I'm like, why the hell am I not embracing the fact that I pay
0: minimal rent and have my washing iron cooking, like everything done for me? But it's not just that, is it? You're also surrounded by people who love you constantly.
2: Absolutely. Even though we argue, even though like things happen, They will always be here and I think sometimes like I get sad like one of my best friends just got engaged she's got a baby the other one lives with her boyfriend and they are looking at getting engaged like Amy's married do you have a child and I think to myself I am so behind. Mm. Just promise
1: me that you will not think that you're left on the shelf and go with some deadbeat loser just because or I'm not saying that you will but I feel like you better be crying Millie. Same situation. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, Mills. You're worth so much more than anyone that treats you like shit And that goes to all the fucking exes as well And if you listen to this, you're pricks This
0: is what we are upset about This is why society sets a standard that's so high It's unreachable for everyone Because if, even though you could look at Amy's life And think she's perfect She's got a home, she's got a husband, she's got a dog Not everything in Amy's life is perfect If it was perfect, in society's view She wouldn't be working, she'd be a housewife 24-7 And they'd already have a baby Do you know what I mean? The, the timelines are so off, don't don't feel like your journey isn't right just because you're not where we are. And the thing is, as well, it's like
1: we touch down on social media. I don't you know what's like behind closed doors. <laughs> My
0: daughter's ringing me. Hi, <laughs> say, Bum. You all right? Wait,
2: I like Nanny.
0: But... Say hello to the podcast, baby. Say hi, podcast. Hi, podcast.
2: I all
1: all right.
0: Good oh, girl. Mummy, I'm you. No, Mummy's busy. Can I
1: see? Can I see? Look, Mummy's
0: working. Can you
1: see her? Hi. Hi. Right, I
0: love you lot. Love you. Bye. I came
1: here to say goodnight.
0: Oh, right, I love you. I
1: love you. Bye. so back to what I was saying what you see on social media and all that people's lives look amazing but behind closed doors it's shit we have had nothing but trouble from Dave's ex-wife and um, I said earlier on Dave's older than me he had a previous marriage with two children and Dave and I've been together for six years and he hardly sees them she's just not a very nice person I have to be very diplomatic about that and we've had nothing but trouble no one else really sees that do you know what I I mean, there's a lot that can go on behind closed doors. People might think on the outside that we've got this life that is to society standards, but I promise you it really
0: marketing isn't even though we know about dave's ex-wife and me and millie know in detail about her i can still sit here and compare my life to yours not in an envious way like obviously i'm so happy for you and i love that you're happy but it's like i was with an old man and i'm just like well why couldn't my life pan out the way yours has do you know what i mean yeah i feel you but you have faith yeah she like, is just incredible
1: I love her so much she ran up to me and um she went oh hello it's me faye your friend <laughs> like, why can't everyone greet me like that she's just incredible like she's literally the light in the dark
0: 100 percent. she is she is amazing she is she's so lovely now you're gonna make you? me cry oh I'm sorry <laughs> this isn't called tears tears and more tears <laughs> i just think that in response to this message on our instagram if you are listening to this just embrace your life because it's amazing you don't have to feel like you have to compensate for society because what you're doing in this world is what you were here for that's what you were made for
1: So what if sally up the road started her new fucking wax melts business or james <laughs> in the corner has got his i don't know what's a mot business on the go or so it doesn't matter like it really doesn't matter what other people are doing as long as you're happy within yourself and it's hard to find that happiness if you're not in empowered and you can't be empowered if you're comparing your lives to other people's like we've said yeah. our lives are all so very different but we empower each other like we wouldn't be making this bloody podcast if we didn't do you know what i mean absolutely hype everyone up 100 yes. be their hype person women should support women no matter what and that goes for men yes. we should support everyone unless you're a fucking dick they just stop being dicks <laughs> A real quick another thing i wanted to touch down on something that's actually really helped empower me recently sounds really weird but it's embracing my stretch marks i've not had a kid or anything um i mean i've got a dog but i didn't give birth to him i had stretch marks before i had Faye, though oh so, yeah so i've got stretch marks it's completely normal Yesterday, I was trying to explain to Dave about where a stretch mark was on my leg and uh, get like an indent where it, the skin's torn. Yeah, he didn't quite get it. And I was just was like, fuck's sake. OK, just feel my tummy. So I pulled my trousers down I got my little my little pouch out just above my fupa. And I have four quite prominent stretch marks there. And I've always been really insecure about them. And yesterday, I let him touch them. And I felt really empowered. I know it sounds really weird, but he's my husband. We've been together for six years. He has never touched that part of my body. And I let him. And he went, oh, yeah, didn't even realise. And I would worked myself up so much that he would find me unattractive because I have a stretch mark. And actually, he's not bothered.
0: The thing is, though, he probably has touched them before. And, and probably- you just probably haven't noticed because you're not thinking of them. But when you're thinking and you're like, oh, I'm really self-conscious about this now that's when you're like heightened about it i think it's because we have the conversation as well some people aren't like that some women and some men do get really funny about women or men because men can get them having stretch yep. marks even before i had fair i had stretch marks because i have massive boobs and they they got worse because when your milk comes in your boobs go up to your chin. And they're so uncomfortable. I literally felt like I'd have had like breast implants. And then when my milk went because I didn't breastfeed, um, I don't care if you breastfeed. I don't care if you bottle feed as long as your baby gets fed. That is my view. And then I just suddenly woke up and I had like a million, not a million, but I had loads of stretch marks and I just think it's completely normal. And let's be honest, we're all different sizes, but I guarantee we've all got stretch marks.
1: Oh, God, yeah. Through the first lockdown, I knew I gained a few lbs when the ones on my bingo wings were red. So they were new ones. Yeah.
2: I have them on my boobs. Yeah. But because I was bigger when I was younger, I was, when I was 19, I was a bigger girl and I'm not anymore. But I am so self conscious about them. But I think to myself, like everyone has them. Yeah. Like near on every woman will have a stretch mark. Honestly, I spent the
1: majority of my summers in t-shirts and longer sleeve tops because i was paranoid about the stretch marks on my arms but now i just don't care because i just think oh if you don't like what you see do not look at me because i couldn't
0: give a fuck but i know we keep on coming back to like um social media and society making us feel this way but it is exactly that because on social media a lot of people do edit out their cellulite edit out their stretch marks their spots their imperfections everyone has them people go to the extent of editing out a dimple because they don't think it's attractive do you know what i mean we all compare to someone we see and you're like well why can't i look like that honestly yep. i think that is why i never really got into makeup but
1: I remember the Dream Matte Moose stage of makeup. <gasps> Love that. Love it. All over Me the too. Lips. All over, Yeah. <laughs> yep. I remember how it dried my skin out and how horrible people were. And yeah. that's why I stopped. And then I started seeing people on Instagram and Facebook with this flawless makeup. And then I'd see them in
0: person and be like, wow. Tune, babe. Face
1: tune. Yeah. So, I'm more of a realist with that kind of stuff. I really think if you want to wear makeup, that's fine. Like, you do you if it makes you feel comfortable. And I think if you can do makeup, you're you're fucking talented because I can just about put mascara on, do you know what I mean?
0: There's some people that don't like leaving the house without having a face on. And when I was younger, so about six years ago i would put full face makeup on to go and work at mcdonald's overnight yes me too so i would probably say that until me and one of my exes broke up
2: i used to wear makeup every single day because he used to tell me that i needed it even like when i started at my job now I used to put a full face on to go and work a night shift yeah like that is now
1: Girls, I look like shit 24 fucking 7. If I've put makeup on, people are shocked. They're like, what the fuck is happening? Do you know what right, I mean? And that's
2: how it is now, because
1: I barely wear it. I like getting I, dark up, don't get me wrong, and I, about four years ago, I never would have left the house without my eyebrows done. I became obsessed with it. I'd get my eyebrows waxed all the time. Like I'd get them tinned. I had them tattooed at one point. So I, I can see it from both sides, definitely.
0: I'll talk to my mum about this. And when she was growing up, they literally, her and her best friend would go stomping the grounds of Cosham with all the boys and they'd have no makeup on she said would curl our lashes and that would be about it and they'd go stomping around and they'd feel the most confident they've ever felt and then even when like my mum's quite not new to social media but she's a bit of like a technophobe so to say and she'll be like oh well she was going to a wedding and she said um can you do my makeup because everyone's gonna have all their makeup done and I want to feel like I, I fit in and I was like we don't need makeup to fit in. I think it, social media now is even affecting the older generation that are on it.
1: Down to angles and how you take your photos and stuff. Like 100%. you see the people with the popping butt and the skinny waist but nobody nobody looks like that
0: 24 7 there's quite a few celebrities that are posting at the moment not a before and not an after photo I don't know if you've both seen them but they're literally photos taken seconds apart one of them with their bum looking peachy as anything like no cellulite and the other one where they're just standing normally and you can see cellulite you can see imperfections and it's just like good on you for being real
1: Yeah, that's how it should be. Bigger the hoop,
2: bigger the hole.
0: We should keep that in. Okay.
2: (laughs) I'll jump in with the questions because I've got them as well. We've got one question that says, who's the oldest and who is the youngest? I'm the oldest, aren't I? I'm the youngest. There we go. I don't think it's by much though, is it? It's literally like months. Next question was, how do we all know each other?
0: Um, So me and Amy met in school. Yeah, and then we all met, and in I coll- met you both right? at college. But we didn't speak much, really. I didn't really speak to you in college, and I didn't really speak to Amy in college either. Um, I did it- Amy. I spoke to you quite a lot in college, didn't yeah. I? Yeah, not been friends
1: with either of you, but we just kind of grew apart. Like our lives went in different ways, and now here we are back together again, with our mutual love of Grey's Anatomy as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. how we got speaking again, wasn't it? Yeah.
2: The
0: next one. Not- What's
2: your five-year plans? fuck i'll go first i would like to progress in my job like lead support worker then maybe a deputy um in five years time my own life goal is if i have not got a man and i am not settled i will have a child on my own
1: fair play oh i love that Mills. oh we don't need a man that's that's the thing we really don't
0: exactly abby you
1: where would you like to be in five years time
0: five years faye will be 10 and i've always said on her 10th birthday i would like to be in disneyland florida with her because she is obsessed the dream i'll come with the dream Obsessed with um disney princesses so when she was born i said on her fifth birthday i want to take her to disneyland paris which probably won't happen thanks corona and then on her tenth birthday, I said Orlando, Florida, because I went to Orlando, Florida when I was ten, oh, and no. it was the most magical thing ever. Um, I don't know to be honest. I feel like when I try and plan what I'm going to be doing with my life further than like a couple of months down the line, it kind of just goes to pot. So I'm I'm kind of a go with the flow girl and just like to wing it. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah.
1: I. Definitely, if I put it out there, sometimes I feel like, well, I've said it now, and people are going to expect it, so you can all get fucked if you're expecting stuff off of me. Yeah. Which is weird, like, I'll just get my own head about life, but um, I say this to Dave all the time, like, he, I think he cringes, because he's so fed up with me asking it, but I would like to have a child in the next two years. He's always said he's wanted one before he was 40, and he's 39 next month, so... Scary. have the
0: same birthday months? Yeah, that's cute. Aww. We went
1: on our honeymoon. We were there for um both our birthdays and Valentine's Day, so like it was like four in one. It was really special. Love that. I
0: love that.
1: Um, yeah, maybe have a child, just one, but no, my luck, I probably have twins.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but we obviously have been looking at houses and do our upper houses, so I would love to have my dream kitchen.
2: And I obviously us. for our
1: podcast to be bloody brilliant. I'd love that. Manifest it. So yeah, that's literally it. Any other
2: I questions? Like, I do. We all have some individual questions. Abby, I'll go with you first. How old were you when you found out you were pregnant? And were you scared?
0: my pregnancy story is quite weird so me and Faye's dad were away the week like a couple of weekends before I was meant to come on my period but I was scared that I was going to come on so I carried on taking my pill so I was taking it over the weekend and it was strange because I was like we were having a drink and we were in the hot tub and I felt really weird like really shaky and you're not meant to be in the hot tub in your first trimester and I was like oh i can't I can't be in this like, it's making me feel sick, so I was like sitting on the edge of the hot tub um and I came home and then to come off my pill like the last day we were away. didn't come on my period and it had been like 12 days and I was speaking to my friend who went to university in Brighton and she was like do you just want me to come home for the day we'll go get a test we'll go out for lunch and then you'll just do it and I was like yeah okay so then we went to Asda brought a test and then we went to Weatherspoons in Gosport I can't do a pregnancy test in Weatherspoons toilet (laughs) so then I just did it and it literally came up pregnant straight away like it didn't even need any time to like react I was 20 at the time and Faye's dad is 19 years older than me we were only fuck buddies we weren't actually in a relationship we'd go away for a couple of weekends here and there in the year um and then every time we were bored we'd just meet up and have sex um and then (laughs) I I was like fuck like I'm pregnant she was like no you're not you're lying I was like this pee stick says I'm not lying I'm pregnant and I didn't I I only took the one test you hear the people that take like seven tests I rang my best friend Jodie and I was like Jodie I'm pregnant and she was like what do you mean you're pregnant I'll ring you later I could imagine her doing that as well <laughs> I was like how am I going to tell my mum my mum had never met this man because we're just shagging basically he'd picked me up after i would finished work and take me back and then drop me back in the morning so I was sitting on the sofa and I was like mum I need to talk to you and she was like oh go on then tell me you're pregnant and I was just like oh <laughs> like burst out crying she was like you better not be pregnant and I was like I am <laughs> <laughs> um, my stepdad <laughs> didn't speak to me for two weeks he was just so upset because he's been in my life since I was three so he's basically raised me and he was just so upset um, and he didn't know how to speak to me and then all of a sudden like the, after these two weeks he literally just came up to me and gave me the biggest hug and I was just like bawling my eyes out so yeah that's that's Aww. how I
1: found out I was pregnant that's really really sweet though yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, I was I scared? yes I was absolutely fucking terrified because... Fate is the fifth child from her dad. So I was like, is he even going to want this baby? The answer at the time was no. So, yeah. It is scary, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely terrifying. Especially more so because I didn't actually want children. Wholeheartedly support abortions, pro-choice, it's your choice. But I thought to myself, if I, like, later on in life want a child and I can't get pregnant but I've got rid of a fully healthy child I would never forgive myself yeah that's that was my reasoning behind not being able to have an abortion um and my mum fully supported that because she she felt the same that's fair she was scared for me my mum was terrified but she never let it show she is literally the biggest like support system I've got
1: oh I love it
0: that's what you need isn't it I think
1: Yeah. yeah Amy how long have you been married I have been married for a year in October, November, December, January, February, a year and five months. Mm, Do you love it? Oh, it's so different when you're married, girls. Honestly, like, I love him so much because he's been gone for so long. I look at him and think, oh God, I just love you. I just love you. I don't know how, but I definitely think it's different when you're married. Like, I don't know, it's just more magical. I just that's the only way I can describe it like he literally is the best thing apart from my dog that's ever happened to me I just love him (laughs) yeah it is different you love differently when you're married it's I I literally can't describe it It it's just different and I think it's because we have both said that we will be with each other forever
0: do you know what I mean we've said it in front of all the people that we love off that question so obviously you've mentioned that dave has an ex mm-hmm. and he was married before so does it ever worry you that he's gonna leave you because he has let he has broken them vows before so um without obviously- offending dave because me and dave have just become friends obviously yeah,
1: you're not offending him <laughs> i wouldn't say that he broke those vows um, no, you know what i mean like
0: the vows were broken
1: yeah um when you know the backstory like you you can definitely understand when we first got together we weren't really together we were just fuck buddies really um big up the fuck buddies <laughs> and we just kind of fell in love and um I remember sitting there one day after you know like not long after we first told each other that we loved each other and all this um and I just looked at him and I'm quite straightforward and I was like look I've got to say something because it's gonna really piss me off if I don't I've got to get off my chest and he panicked a little bit and I said look um we both know that you've already been married and you've got kids and I haven't and these are things they're both things that I want in my life so if you don't want to do that again that's fine but we need to call it a day
0: yeah
1: I don't want to waste my time and it sounds awful and I love you but I don't want to waste my time someone that doesn't want the same things as me and he was quiet for a minute and I was like fuck he's gonna split up with me like he that's it he's gonna end it and he was like no, I want all those things of you. Like, I really love you. And then, like, my heart just bursts. Oh. I just love him so much. <laughs> so, yeah, My heart
2: is bursting for you.
1: He's the least romantic person ever, but in the times when you need it the most, he's the most romantic. Like, gives me constant fanny flutter. Love it. Uh,
0: love love that. Next question. So this one
2: was for me. It says, are you happily single, or are you on the apps trying to find your lockdown love? I am completely happy being single. But as I spoke about earlier, I am looking. Not actively looking, but if it happens, it happens. Doesn't and happen. I have had two FaceTime dates this week. Oh. Sorry, <laughs>
1: Miss, sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just forgot where I was for a second. Shit.
2: There weren't two oh, yeah, no. FaceTime dates. All the same thing. Oh no, I was just saying it wasn't I'm not actively looking, I'm quite happy being single, but if it happens, it happens. And I did have two FaceTime dates this week. So, loving it. Okay, so this is the last one. It says <laughs> you have 24. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I
1: told you I needed to find oh, my That is staying in this. Oh my God. <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry
2: so 24 hours to do anything you want no laws all the money in the world what are you doing
0: oh fuck. i need background to this so do the, the purchases stay if you buy stuff or do they go after the 24 hours do you know what i'm just gonna say we can keep it i would buy a house for me a house for my mom a house for my dad a house for my sister a house for my brother a house for my sister i'd buy faye a house for the future i'd pay off a university fund for her i would buy seven different cars i'd book holidays for the rest of the year when we're allowed to travel I would fill oh, my wardrobe okay. what would you not kill anyone no no no. hang on come on okay, I would well. fill up my wardrobes you've got to think ahead I said I'd fill up my water bottle, you yeah. water bottle. <laughs> I'd fill up my water bottle I would buy everything that I've ever desired in life because I'm not materialistic but I do like nice things yeah. do you know what I'd actually do I'd make a law that would make me queen Just because I could. Um, And then I don't know if I'd kill anyone. I don't know if I've actually got it in me to kill someone.
1: I don't think I've got it in me to kill someone, but I've got it in me to definitely pay Pay someone someone. else to cause a lot of harm to someone who's... We all leave it at that.
2: Millie? I think if I could do anything that I wanted, including, like, be magical, because that is what I would want, or, like, be a fairy or something, I would bring (laughs) both of my nans back.
0: Oh, I did not even think of that. You make me feel heartless. Do you know what, though? I would love to go back to a time before I lost my Might
2: nap. Maybe that's more of a, like, a better thing to do, like, go back in time to when I was younger. But to a pre like to be, I honestly feel yeah. that question needs to have more context with it,
1: like, because there's so much we can say and so much that, like, where can you stop it? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I could just say, well, within that 24 hours, I'll stop time and then I'll just do everything that I want to do
0: okay so if you're listening to this podcast and you sent in this question please contact us on instagram at amapods and let us know what the context of the question was so we can answer it for us for you in our next episode thank okay. you very much for sending in
1: them question guys yeah much appreciated thanks for listening i hope we did not waffle too much and bore
0: you probably did bye, bye. until next time peace out. until next
2: time ladies bye I'm gonna go